What's up, students? Welcome to The Point Podcast. Man, so excited to welcome you on here this week as we do a little bit of a different thing in The Point Podcast. We are going to take a break from our study in Matthew, and uh, we're going to do a set of Easter kind of devotionals, Easter podcasts to kind of get your mind thinking about Easter week. Um, I mean, after after all, Paul said, I pass this on to you of utmost importance, that Christ died for our sins, was buried in the ground, and rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. And so hopefully this series of podcasts will help you kind of think about that and think about the events of Easter week. And uh, man, Steve Strickland, our middle school pastor at church, was so gracious and awesome to jump on here with us. And so uh, we're having this conversation together. And so I hope these conversations and Bible studies encourage you in your walk with Christ and uh, man, just push you to really reflect this week on who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for you. And so I hope that you enjoy these, hope that you utilize them, share them with someone. And then we pray that they are an encouragement to your walk with Christ. And so I hope you enjoy this section of talks. Hey guys, welcome to the Point Podcast. This is oh. Steve Strickland. Hey man, look at I you! I get dude. to introduce the Point Podcast. I'll say welcome to Tribe Time, right here. That's what I'll <laughs> we are diving into the Passion Week, uh, and we are discovering basically what it meant for the disciples of Jesus, what it meant in the life of Christ, and then what it means for us. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're, we're going into Friday. Yeah. It's Friday, man. You know, we came out of yesterday as being a crazy jacked up day in the minds mm-hmm. and in the, you know, the preconceived notions of the disciples. But Friday is, it's the real deal. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no preconceived notion. It's an obvious look at Jesus being crucified mm-hmm. and the whole process wasn't just the cross but the whole process leading up to it yeah is, is the trial the, the joke that was a trial mm-hmm. uh the beatings the mockery the shame uh and then culminating on the cross itself yeah so that's what we're talking about yeah i think it's one of those things there um uh, i'm sure you feel this way too mm-hmm. when i whenever i teach or preach but i feel like my words often really fall short it's so, of so short. you know of god's word and everything but Especially whenever I approach the, the the conversation that surrounds the cross, yeah. because I think it's really, really hard for us to get into our minds yeah. just how gross this was, yeah. and and just the humiliation that surrounded the cross and surrounded what Jesus was about to go through, you yeah. know. And it's um, you know, it's one thing to to read off a lot of things. Cause, I mean, right now, like I wear a cross around my neck, right. you know, and we just put a cross. We worship that in front of a cross on Wednesday night. That's right. right? And, um, and so for us, it's this cool symbol and it should be a, a symbol for right. us. I mean, it should be something that we love, but to them, it was not that way. No. Like I, I always tell, I tell our students on Wednesday night sometimes if, if Peter would have heard that I was wearing a cross around my neck, he'd been appalled. Yeah. He'd been like, what are you doing? Especially that day. Yeah. That day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I, I think as we, as we looked yesterday, trying to get ourselves in the shoes of disciples a little bit today we got to talk about how ugly that was, yeah. you know, and, um, because it was just, more, I mean, we, we could talk about a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was one that physically it was ugly, yep. but just social humiliation yes. and embarrassment. Yes. I mean, goodness gracious. Cause I mean, what was the cross? What, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's a good place to start. Yeah. Like what, what was it for that day? It was a death penalty for the worst criminals mm-hmm. of the state. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, basically the worst of the worst. Mm -hmm. So if you were a citizen at that time walking through the streets of Jerusalem and you knew somebody was crucified, your first thought was they are really bad. Mm -hmm. They did something really bad. And so it was, it was, it was, 
I'll put it like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think about it in light of what we see, the 30,000-foot view of it, uh, when I say 30,000-foot view, it's like we can see a bigger picture now because yeah. we kind of have it in view of, of history mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I heard one guy say it's, it, was, it was the perfect, I hate to say that word, but it was the perfect death penalty to sum up what needed to happen because of our sin. In other words, it was the perfect time in history when crucifixion came on the scene and were perfected by the Romans. Mm. It was a perfect time for the Son of God to die Mm. because it was literally the bloodiest, most humiliating experience known to man, which is exactly what sin is. It is horrible, shameful, disgusting. Mm. And it was a picture of that. And then it also was a picture of what Jesus had to go through to pay the price for our sin. Mm-hmm. The shame, the, the scourging, the blood. Mm-hmm. Which if you, because you read your Old Testament, you know that blood was a major part of God's kids, God's mm-hmm. children. And uh, the sacrificial system, the Passover, mm-hmm. the blood over the doorpost. Blood was a big deal. And so this was the bloodiest death penalty in history. Mm-hmm. And there's not been one since. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, people have still, you still have people being crucified. But this was a system set in place. And since then, I mean, we would look, if somebody, if somebody went through the crucifixion as a death penalty here in the United States, it would be seen as, you know, not, couldn't do it, be yeah. illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. Well, that's what Jesus went through. Mm-hmm to be an example of what he ultimately went through for our sins. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think it's one of those things, like I like how you said that, that 30,000 foot view, yeah. because, because when we're, we're sitting here hindsight, looking back to the cross and we, mm-hmm. we see how God was working yeah. and we see what God was doing. But, um, I mean, like we did yesterday, I, I can't imagine the disciples seeing what was going on, yeah. looking what was happening. And that's not the way that, the son of God is supposed to be. Yeah. That wasn't the throne he was supposed to take. Yes. Yes. It's so instead of the throne, the seat of a King, Mm -hmm. he received the death penalty of the worst criminal. Yeah. Rome ever saw. Mm -hmm. It's one of the crazy, I guess is paradox. The right word. Yeah. I guess so. I guess. Is that the right word? I'm I'm not trying to sound (laughs) smart. Somebody (laughs) will tell us, (laughs) but it, but it is, it is. I mean, if you're, if you're saying, Hey, I've told this to our students before, if I was to tell you, Hey, God is going to redeem the world. He's going to send his son to do so. Yeah. And I mean, in my head, I'm thinking that's going to look epic. I want to be, I want to watch that. You thought, you thought a Marvel movie was great. Exactly. Check this out. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And then, and then we get here in this moment and it is a bloody cross. Yeah. And you're sitting there like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I know. You think about this time. I mean, we're going to focus in on the cross. You think about uh, probably the disciples fled Mm -hmm. but very likely they didn't flee too far they couldn't see what was going on Mm -hmm. you know hiding around the corners yeah i mean i probably would have done that i'd be like i'm ashamed to run but i'm i love jesus but but they literally got to have a front row seat or a third row seat Mm -hmm. to not just the crucifixion but the shame and mockery that he went through Mm -hmm. and to know that Everything they were trying to accuse him of, he was innocent of. Yeah. And he never he never spoke a, a word against That's it. That's crazy. He yeah. remained silent, yeah. which was also an example pointed to the lamb in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. 
You know, yeah. the lamb in the Old Testament, young lamb, perfect as far as it could be, mm-hmm. and very quiet right before the slaughter. Yeah. Which is a exactly what the Old Testament was pointing to Jesus mm-hmm. being. So Jesus went to it and willingly took it. Yeah. And they're watching this, mm-hmm. man. You know what I mean? Oh, it's crazy. So, and, yeah. and not only that, they're, they're watching this, and during this time, this is when Peter denies. Mm-hmm. I mean, as he's being taken off, you know, you got you got Peter's just denying the rooster crowed, and oh my goodness, yeah. And Jesus is still yeah. going to the cross. It's it's un, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it it, it really is, and it's just yeah. I sit there and I again, I just feel like words just fall short. Yeah, they they really do, and it's it, but it's something that we look back at now, and it's like, man, it's so beautiful, yeah, and it's so amazing, <laughs> but in the moment. Just, and I, I don't know about you, man, but that just encouraged me so much for my life. As yeah. I, I sit there and I look and I'm like, man, if there's ever moments in my life when God was not, it seemed like God was not working. That's it. That's it. Because, man, it, the last place you would look to find God is the cross. Yep, that's right. And yet that is where he reveals himself in arguably the most amazing way. That's right. You know, and it's, it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing. And so, um, so yeah, so what it, we, we tried to sit there and think about yesterday. Is there anything else you wanted to say on that? No, no. Um, is what would that Thursday night have looked like? What do you think that Friday night looks like for them, for the disciples that are sitting there? I mean. When they've seen him dead. They've seen him die. They didn't just see him die, y'all. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. That's a, mm-hmm. they just, I mean, and I say that because I have to remind myself. They just didn't yeah. see him die. They saw him ripped to shreds. I mean, literally, they could. This is gonna. This is gross because you have to sit this. They not only saw Jesus' body ripped to shreds, they saw parts of Jesus physically. They saw, it was very likely they could see inside of him. They could see his mm-hmm. intestines. They could see they saw him ripped, and they saw blood. They, they saw blood all over the streets, yeah. they, and it was Jesus' blood. Mm-hmm. And, I, man, I just wonder. I wonder if any of the disciples, and we don't have a, a, a record of it, if any of them went... This is this is as bloody as the Old Testament sacrificial system that hmm. I remember or my grandparents told me about yeah. or my mom and daddy told me about when they would sacrifice the lamb and spread the blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. Said this is that this is bloody and it's Passover. Yeah. It's right you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. the season. Oh my goodness. I wonder if anybody maybe thought that that glimpse came to their mind or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But just the agony, but that night when he was crucified completely yeah just the probably a hopelessness mm-hmm. as if you thought something was going to be take you know he's going to get out of it yeah uh, he ain't getting out of it yeah and that's, that's how i sit there i even think about you know when jesus goes up before Pilate, and you know the bible makes very clear that Pilate didn't find any fault in jesus that's right you know but i've I heard a pastor say this one time maybe one of the scariest verses is when Pilate uh, it says in order to please the crowd yeah. And I'm like, and I heard the guy say, it's like, man, we get in really shaky waters and, and when we're trying to please people That's and right. not God, you That's know, right. so side note, but, uh, <laughs> but I sit there and I think about that and I'm like, even up until that moment, you're like, man, he might get out of he this. He might get out of this. Like he might, it's he like, might. It's like Pilate, when you read the text, you're like, Pilate's trying to give him out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or even when he brings up Jesus and Barabbas, yep. you know, and he, right. and, and he says, you know, which one are you going to release? And you're like, everyone's going to say Jesus, right? Because right. Jesus That's is right. great. Right. But the crowd says release Barabbas. And then, so yeah, I, I, I kind of wonder if there was a clinging towards hope. Yeah. And then in those moments, and especially as they saw Jesus walking up and yep. saw him cry, or maybe possibly heard him cry, it is finished. Like just, I, I cannot imagine the hopelessness that was there. Um, and just despair and. I don't know, man. It's a and here's the thing: they loved him. Yeah, it was. It was. He was the, their teacher. He was 
he was their leader. But I can't. They loved him, mm-hmm. and so to see their friend, their you know, be tortured like that. Yeah. And and the thought that, you know, even we're sitting here watching this, we're not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. What does that say about us? Yeah. What kind of coward am I that I didn't step up? Mm-hmm. You know, I know Peter probably thought that. I mean, yeah. that probably tore Peter to shreds. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, here I heard somebody say this. When you think about it. Because you know the Judas part, mm-hmm. and you see where Ju- where Judas completely denied and betrayed yeah. Jesus, he, he, and and in, and then Peter denied Jesus. Judas's ultimate end led to despair and his taking his own life mm-hmm. and his death that way. Mm-hmm. Peter was set in the same same trajectory, but how did you know we're gonna we're gonna see how possibly think through how did Peter respond? Yeah, it's kind of like. Anytime you ke- you realized I have sinned against God, mm-hmm. you have one or two choices: despair or repentance. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, to feel like oh, I'm hopeless, I'm terrible, I'm never going to get better, and you just go kill yourself. Yeah. Versus I'm horrible. God forgive me. Yeah. You know. And mm-hmm. so you look at all of that's happening. You know, at that time. Yeah. But Christ on the cross, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It is the, uh, you know, I, I tell one thing to our students and then I get 12 minutes right now. Are you serious? Uh, we, it goes by fast, right? It does. But, uh, you know, I, I sit there and I think sometimes, I think if we're not careful, we can try to determine on like a case by case, scenario by scenario, or situation by situation, whether God is good or not, mm, you know? Mm. And so sometimes in our life, like if a day just sucks for us, we're like, man, I wonder if God's really good. Yeah. And whenever I think about the cross, I just declares over eternity. <laughs> That man, he's good, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and that. I mean, he, he he did that for us. Yeah. What did one teacher uh, say? Crazy. Our biggest our biggest problem with God is that he's good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Probably true. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you're thinking to himself, I, I wonder if I can imagine the Son of God, Jesus on the cross. God's goodness is what brought about that for His Son. Mm-hmm. And then to maybe this, maybe Christ on the cross. I don't want. I don't. I don't perceive to get into the mind of Jesus on mm-hmm. this, but Jesus affirming God's goodness mm-hmm. in the wrath poured out on him for his children yeah, because of their sin, mm-hmm. because of our sin. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. It's like, God's like, I'm so good. I'm going to go to a place that you would never expect yes. to see me. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm good. That's yes. crazy. God is yeah. so good. He can turn gross into good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, that's good. So I, I would encourage our students to that. And I, I think you would do the same. And, Man, find a place. You know, we're we're so busy all the time. Yeah. There's so much noise in our life. Yeah. Man, today might be a really good day to just turn your phone off for ten minutes yeah. and just read Luke 22. Read. Uh, we talked about Isaiah 53. Yeah. This incredible picture of uh, prophecy of what Jesus was going to go through, and just um, and just soak in and just reflect yeah. what that day might have been like. And, yeah. um, and soak man, in, <laughs> soak in that Christ did that for all of His children. Yeah. That he took and, and realized, and it, what an opportunity to thank Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because what he got on the cross, guys, we all deserve. Yeah. We deserve that. Mm-hmm. But he loved us so much, he would not let us go through that. Yeah. He took it on himself. I would say, and then I know we got to stop talking, but I, <laughs> but I remember whenever I think about Barabbas, I always like to think, uh, 
because Barabbas is who Jesus took his place. That's right. right? Oh. And I'm thinking, I'm like, man, what an incredible, because this is what blows my mind. We never see Barabbas in the New Testament church. Never. And I'm like, dude, what an incredible testimony you would have had. Yes. We said, I was the guy he, who was supposed to be there. But you know what's crazy to me and what I think that? about? Is, man, my story is the same, same way. Same thing. Right? And, yes. And so I, as, as much as I look at Barabbas, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I look at my life and I'm yeah. like, dude, that's my story too. We are Barabbas. Yeah. And um, I tell you, that's good to reflect on today. It is. That's good for me to reflect on. And so, uh, man, I enjoyed it. Me Again, too. Man, check, in, check in tomorrow and get in the Word today. And um, we love you. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.